Hey there, and welcome to See Something Sunday. My name is Jen, and I am on a mission to see something every Sunday and report back on it. Here's my lovely wife, Rose. Hi. I like how you said you were on a mission. Do I'm you on a say mission. That? I don't know. Sounded very sexy, very Captain I mean, Marvel. You got it. You tell very me. Okay, you've seen Captain Marvel recently, so I think maybe it's just on your mind. I just bring it up a lot because it was awesome. We should do a podcast about your love, Captain Marvel. I could do a long podcast about that shit. All right. Nonetheless, that is not what I, I have not seen Captain Marvel. Well, I'll be happy to take you. All right. My lovely wife. Rose. It's about wives. So, wifing. It's so hard. That's literally what the film is about. Fabulous. So, I think you would enjoy it. So, uh, what did you see this week? I saw Pretty Woman. What? That's a movie, Jen. How could you have seen it at the theater? I know. <laughs> and, um, you know, the plot is the same. It's the same. Okay. It's, it's the, the same. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah. That's a, it's her face, guys. It's not the face of somebody okay. who enjoyed the I night. I don't of enjoy the story of Pretty Woman. No, it's a horrible. I I can't. We're not even talking about like a high class called you know, which isn't of itself a dangerous profession. No, this is a street. This is a street prostitute. walking prostitute that we have decided to make a film about becoming what a highly compensated prostitute, prostitute? and I don't... then eventually. A, a cat woman, like yeah, like she yeah, she became a girlfriend. Yes, exactly. She went from like prostitute to better paid prostitute to highly paid prostitute to, to kept woman to girlfriend, which is also a sex working job in a certain way. Girlfriend, yeah. Like, did you ever see that movie? Do you feel like you were no, not like regular girlfriend, not like true girlfriend. But did you? Ever but see I feel that like she turned him well. That yeah. movie, the girlfriend experience. I did not. There's a... But that is a specific type of prostitution. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's what that... That's not the note we end on. No, you're saying she becomes his real, true love girlfriend. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, I cannot... Like, if they tried to make the movie Pretty Woman today, I think somebody would say, this is a bad idea. Well, nobody said that about the play. That's what I'm wondering. Like, why then would you make a movie of music? Because I guess they spent a long time doing it. But just because you spent a long time doing it doesn't mean it was a good idea. You know, there's a lot of great things about this musical. Are they even... It's not the storyline. <laughs> Are they even, like, mm, kind or sympathetic or thoughtful about the depiction of sex work? Like, is there any kind of, like, wokeness to that aspect of More it? More so than in the movie. Okay, yeah, well, say. that's something. I would say. That's something. Um, it's very clearly depicted as a choice. That, that she's choosing to yeah. be a prostitute. Yep. All right, well. Which I don't feel, and again, I have, I did not love the movie, haven't seen it in years. Really, I'm very disturbed by Jason Alexander in the movie. Which is... Yeah, he's really gross. He's, oh. Ugh. But, um... I don't recall it being like that in the movie. It did not seem the same. Okay, so. All right, so let me, I'm going to say what, what are you the gonna plot ask of Pretty about Woman first? is. Okay. Because I saw the you film. You want to talk about the audience? I'm going to get to the audience, but I'm just going to say the plot of Pretty Woman, for anybody who did not see it, which I don't know what planet you're living on, is about a woman who is a sex worker working on the street who gets picked up by this guy, and then they just basically end up hanging out because why? Why do they even, like, connect? He likes her. He just decides he likes her, and she's kind of fun. Julia Roberts is charming, as is, quite frankly, Samantha Bar- Banks? Barks? No. Hmm. That seems wrong. That's Barks. Barks. 
Samantha Barks. That was Banks. I'm wrong. No, I mean, Julia Roberts is great. If you happen to randomly meet her and be able to, like, have sex with her, I guess in the 90s, it would have been a big deal. Yeah. Today, not so Well, long. even not. No, she's still very <laughs> pretty. Why are we, why are we not? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How was the theater? How was the show? How was the audience? Okay, How was so, the audience? I got the ticket on TDF. Yes. Last minute, because we had an engagement on Saturday, so or on Sunday, so I had to pick another night. So yes. I went on Thursday, I think? Yeah, you went on Thursday. So, usually if you buy a single ticket on TDF, you end up in the orchestra. I was in the mezzanine, so I do not know if this is true of the entire theater that it was in. Um, but there's no leg room at those seats. The seats are beautiful. Where is it at? The Nederlander? Yeah. Yeah. Um, house staff is very nice. Mm-hmm. Bartenders are awesome. Mm-hmm. The bathroom staff is killer getting people in and out of there. Because all the bathrooms are in the mezzanine for the whole theater. Yeah. I remember that. That's where Rent was. So That's also that. where uh, Warpaint was. Okay. The person to the left of me, also a single ticket person, never happens. So excited. She sees something all the time. We were uh, talking, were you guys talking about seeing something? We were. And she, was, she said we should go see Come From Away. Yes, I want to see Come From she's Away. Like, it sounds amazing. She's like, I, like moving. I loved it. My roommate is obsessed with it. Apparently her roommate has been multiple times. Wow. So we had a long discussion about that. And then the people further down from me were from Canada. And they had not heard about Come From Away. But they were super excited to be here. And they've been seeing They went to like Wicked. Oh, maybe I went on Wednesday. No? Well, they went to Wicked. They went here. They're going somewhere else. They're like doing it. And I've got to do a shout out. Because I've run into this sort of person a few times. Often from Canada. Yeah. They're going to hit up five shows in three days. Yeah. Damn. That's, people come here to do that. Damn. People come here to go to the theater. I would be so tired. Yeah, but if that's your vacation, like, that's what you're doing. Okay, again, when we go on vacation, do we go somewhere like this? Usually, no. No, we don't. We live here. We don't go on this type of vacation. Well, exactly. But some people do that. Like, go to London. They go see a bunch of shows that are only over there. I saw a show in the West End when I was in London. Yes. Starlight Express. Oh, I'm so jealous. It was so cool. I went with my cousin Brittany, my uncle, my uncle Paul loves. I always wanted to see Starlight Express because the commercials looked so cool. Um, it's not a great play, but it's very cool to have people on roller skates like yes. traveling all over the theater because they go behind you and they. They're a p- train. They're a train. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Okay, so Pretty Woman audience seemed like it was fun. But did anybody, did anybody? No, the audience was not fun. I was in Roquet in the mezzanine. Roquet for killing it. Okay, you guys sounded great. We were great. Um, and then to the right of me were two women, middle-aged women, who apparently do this all the time, but I didn't really talk to them. Okay. Until midway through the first act. Uh-oh. What'd they do? They didn't do anything. Okay, who did something? The people two rows in front of us. And I know that some theaters skip the letter I, so I don't know what the name of the row was. The row in front of Roquet. Two in front of Roquet. Two in front of Roquet. Not Rojay. The one in front Let's of Let's not implicate them. Could be H, could be I. I don't know. I don't know why some theaters skip I, but whatever. Because it, it looks like a one? I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Those motherfuckers had their phones out. But not only did they have their phones out, uh, they were texting actively. Multiple people in the row? Like four or five of them. And then one of them took what a the fucking fuck? call. And if you're in my direct area, I mean, like, if you're, like, you know, like, when you do a word search in, like, one of those grids, you look at the letters around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so if you're not in my little, like, box around Yeah, me, you're like, I'm only responsible for, like, what's right around my face. Until somebody took a call. <laughs> you guys, Jen's getting very serious. Took a call. And then passed it to the person next to them. So I'm waiting a few seconds. Because maybe it's Ooh, an emergency. Like, maybe your father's on life support and you're about to get your ass up and walk out. So wait, first of all, multiple people were texting. Multiple people were texting and then somebody took a call. Is this in Act 1 or Act 2? Act 1. Which, by the way, is by far the better of the two acts. They're like, let me go to the theater so that I can sit in a row with my friends and just, what, text each other? What? And there were older people. They were, like, in their 50s and 60s. Was it women? Was it older women? Mostly women. They are the worst Mostly women and all together. Like, that entire fucking row. They were a club. Oh, my God. So did you guys, like... And I went... But I heard on either side of me, women do the exact yeah. same thing. The Canadians, the lady who goes see something all the time yeah. by herself, and the two women to the right of me. Yes. And the two women to the right of me were like, hey, put it away. So I didn't get to deliver my line. That's okay. Thereby gaining credit toward my equity card. Now I've decided I deserve it. Um, and then when they didn't, she took her program and poked her in the head. Oh my God, two rows in front? Yeah. She like she She grabs the seat in front of her and is like, excuse me. And then, like, pokes the person. Oh, my God. Roquet for the wind. They did so not. So did they stop? Oh, my God, yeah. Well, they were doing a bad thing. Yeah. What were they even talking about? I was not listening. Wow. I was trying to hear these lovely people working their ass off. And they are working hard. Yeah, I mean. I mean, like, okay, so that is the audience behavior. And they had cocktails and I didn't want one. I was not feeling good. That's funny. But, like, it was, like, I have never felt... So happy in a row, and then we had intermission, and we were all like, yes, sisters! Like, felt very empowered. Literally. It was not me delivering my line for once. Yeah, but you supported them, and you know they would have supported you. That's great. We were all ready to go. If the the usher said something, liberals um, want. And Canadians. Also, do you know if you're Canadian and you win the lottery in America, you get the tax back? In Canada? Well, no, they send it back to you from the United States. So do Canadians come here and play the lottery all the time? Jesus Christ. If you're here, buy a ticket. Take your chances. Wow. They have, like, super heavy accents, too. They're like, take your chances. Like, wow. I was like, I would, though. I have, I've met with Canadians at the theater as well. They're always very excited. They're the best. So. Canadians and Texans. How was Pretty Woman? Okay. We know the story. I don't like the story. So I am going to just tell you right off the bat. I don't like the story. It's not the fault of production. Just don't like it. No, it's the story that it is. Um, It was the thing that was on TDF the day I was looking for a ticket. That's fine. Part of this is to go to a show and just see something. So it opens uh, on the streets. Yes, we know the story of Pretty Woman. We don't have to retell the story. A lot of ladies dancing around their underwear. Skinny Nadine or whatever her name was has just been murdered. How's the chemistry between the leads? The chemistry between the leads is good. Seems like that would be necessary and to carry this off. The non-sexual chemistry between um, Kit yes. and, what's her name, Vivian, her is friend. actually very good. Yeah. That's always good. But the best part That's of the best part of the movie. Yes. The friend Actually, there's another really good part of the movie that translates. The guy with the, the, the concierge. concierge. Yeah. He's amazing. He starts out as like a street guy. Like they call him the happy man. He's like dancing around. And people are like into him. People are wooting. He's like very appealing. And then he turns around and a woman takes his hat and his coat and suddenly. And he's suddenly the he's the concierge. Yes. So and what was he when he was a street guy? He's just like some random street guy with like dreads. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, but he's the concierge. So she meets this guy, and she goes to his hotel. And she does a lot about sex. cars. Do they make it sexual? It's it is sexy. Well, here's the thing. Because that's part gross. of the reason. Like, I don't want to go to the theater and see sexy things happen. Okay, so um, part of the reason I did say, eh, I'll take a chance is because Peyton really wants to see it. I'm like, I do not think there's any chance in hell this is appropriate for an eight-year-old. No. But I will check. Okay. And I did report back, right? And you were like, this is absolutely inappropriate for a child. Yes. So is it because they're doing sexual things on stage? Yes. A little bit. Not really. No, it's not. mm, It's not explicit. But like, mm. okay. You know what's up. You know what's up. The first one she might not have gotten. The second one she definitely would have. Like, um, like, okay. So he meets her. He's lost as fuck. She's like, I can help you back, but it's going to cost you. And so, you know, she's like, you're driving, he's driving his lawyer's car, the real jerk, the Jason Alexander character. You're driving it into the ground, basically. Because she knows about cars. She knows about cars. So, um, I was like, wow, this is a little My Cousin Vinny going on here, but okay, sure. I don't remember that from the film, do you? I don't recall that being part of the film. Well, it was was a very, like... Big part of the show. The way she talked about it made it sound, the actress, made it sound like she knew exactly what she was talking about. Like, I would have been like, yeah, take my car, sure. She was good. She was really good. And you know the thing I like about her? She's not singing like that super high like, are we going to do like really half sharp as you can hit? No. No. That is not where the score is. Okay. Which I liked. What type of music are we talking about? What genre film? Just regular? Yeah. But like pop or Broadway? More like, like show Broadway. Tunes. Broadway show tunes. But, um, you know, there were some things about that were really good. The music was okay. The music was pretty good. And so she meets him. She goes home and she negotiates like the whole night. And it's like three hundred dollars, which is what she needs to make rent. So, which is also, I think, part of the yeah, that's in the movie. So, and then he likes her and he keeps her around. They negotiate a rate for the week, right, right. And you know, she wants four thousand, he wants two thousand. She settles for three thousand. He's like, she's like, I would have taken two. He's like, I would have given you four. But in the middle of all this, there's definitely a blowjob that happens. You don't see the blowjob, but you do see her put a pillow down. And unbuckling his pants. At that point, I was like, oh, I can say with utmost certainty. No, no children should see this performance. Because while she is not going to know what's going on there, she definitely would have gotten to the one in the second act where he starts taking off her clothes. Hmm. I don't like sexiness in the live theater. It's not not obscene or anything. I'm not saying it's obscene. I'm just saying I don't like sexiness in the live theater. No. Romance, yes. Sexiness, hmm. Oh, I've got something else to say about this production. Sorry, guys. I'm prude. No. Only when it comes to live performances. Uh, the ensemble's very strong. Which, compri- like, what kind of they're role changing do roles they play? Lot, right? like, so so the, they're prostitutes? Well, in the beginning scene, they're prostitutes and tourists. Okay. You know, skinny whatever. Yeah. Bean, whatever. Yeah. Hollywood so, Boulevard sort yeah. of denizens. Yeah. Um, and then they morph, right? They become, the like... hotel the, guests. And, the hotel guests. And then they become the people at the polo match. Oh, well, that's fun. become the oh, people yeah, in the, the boutique. Oh, yeah, polo match is a good scene. There is one terrific number in this, and it's called You're Beautiful. And it's after he finds out that she had been treated so poorly when she went to Rodeo Drive yes. to try to spend the money. Yes. He's like, well, fuck this shit. He takes her out. And it was a great number. It's a number that closes the first act. People like, were singing it in the ladies' this room This is line. great. Yeah. Feeling yeah. good. Feeling good. Empowering this woman. Loving it. Um, it's all downhill from there. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I would say, again, oh, there's somebody else who's great. There's the bellhop guy. The concierge? No, he has a bellhop guy, too, who like kind of like helps her out. Okay. 
yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, if you already know the story, and the songs are apparently not, like, bringing some amazing, like, fire to it, and it's not, like, a dance show. No. Well, the dancer was very good. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't. There was it seems, definitely like, dance. serviceable, but not, like, astounding. And I there's mean, no... There was a great 80s vibe. Cause it, they oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 80s. true. They that's definitely true. kept it in the 80s. Um, the costuming was pretty cool. The songs were good. The the vocals were great. It's just... It doesn't seem like there's any urgency to the show. Like, it doesn't seem like there's, like, no, okay, I mean, this she is got her 300 bucks to not lose all of her stuff to her landlord, so that was a relief for me. Right, right. I feel like... I know they didn't want to make this longer, but I feel like the second act... Like, rushes through, like, and then they're in love. No, and then they go, well, no, and then they go to the polo match. That's what opens the second act, which is great. And you're like, yes, yeah, okay, that sounds yes, like, yes, that's yes, one of the yes, best yes, scenes yes, in the yes, movie. Yes, 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 And the Rodeo Drive stuff, oh, they already did that. They right. already did that. And then it's like... What else is left? Now they're, like, together, I guess, and it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You said you were only going to be positive on this podcast, though. I am. Wow, guys, she's really treading that line. Um, okay, I can talk about specific people. I like that I'm addressing the audience in asides now. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm doing. Um, Kid DeLuca's great. Played by somebody named Orphan. That's her friend, right? Yeah. She's great. Samantha Barks is great. Great. The guy who's, uh, Edward is actually really sympathetic. Yeah, he's not a bad person. We had a, a, an understudy for Philip, who was the terrible attorney. Mm-hmm. He was great. Like, everybody was great. It's not them. It's not the production. It's the, the production story. is great. The story is so troubling. It's just you can't get really attached I to, like, past who it. are you rooting for? I mean, honestly, I was rooting for the other prostitutes. I'm like, what about these exactly. girls? Because you root Kit gets friend. out and yeah. Vivian gets out. Well, no, they both get out. She joins a special program with the MY, or the Hollywood police. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no. It's great. Yeah, but that's the thing. You're like, like, I mean, good for Vivian for like taking her opportunity to move forward in life. And good for Kit. But like... What about all the other prostitutes who I've now come to care about? Because like, okay, right. so again... It's a good ensemble. They are differentiating their performances between right. different... Because sometimes you see, like, people who are like, yeah, I'm just dancing and singing. No, no, like, no. They, like, have a character in each scene. Yeah, and, and it was very clear. That's good. Very clear. That's cool. And, like, so I found myself troubled. Right, because you're like, oh, the, how nice it is that you get lifted out of, like, yeah. crushing poverty and sex work that you are choosing to do because you don't seem to have a lot of other options. But maybe everybody else would love to leave, too. Or maybe they wouldn't, but they would like to have a choice. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is Jen Nagel 2020, socialism all the way. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's my platform. <laughs> That's what Pretty Woman has taught you. Yeah. Well, I would say what Pretty Woman has taught me is that there's only so much that excellent performances can do. Yeah. That's true. With a troublesome story. But again, not the fault of anybody involved in But this. I guess another part of it, too, is, mm, like, you have to have a point to the, not just, like, to the show. Yeah. Like, to the reason that you were like, why should we create this show and put money into this and, like, all of this effort and all of these performances happening now today? You know, we're talking about Be More Chill. 
that has like its own thing where it's like, okay, we're going to talk about like the, the loneliness of a teen, the, you know, like, of- the isolation that you experience and the social dramas that proceed or even like, well, here's like, King Kong. It's like, you know what? This is oh, a challenge. This is a, this is a technical scene. challenge for us and like a, a, an accomplishment in puppetry to like tell this story on a stage. Or whatever, like something else that you've seen where it's like, it seems like it has some heart or it seems like it has some motivation. Whereas this is like, well, I just think that it seems like it's motivated well, by profit. Oh, yeah. And that's fine, but like, but here's it doesn't make like, it compelling. You know, it's a few things. It's, it's the, the, the songs are pretty good. That one song, You're Beautiful, is great. Right. People are bopping to it. Like, right. it's the, like, and Welcome to Our World is actually pretty good, which opens the second act. But like... It was good. It was good. And but the problem is you've got a story set in the eighties, which I don't think is a compelling decade for anyone, but I lived through the eighties as like a sentient person, not as like an infant. So maybe I have a weird perspective on that. No, but there was a lot of fucking bad shit happening in the eighties. Not at all. And then you're dealing with people of very, very dire circumstances and people of a very high echelon of income. Yeah. And I don't identify with either of those. Well, and also... So, like, I think that maybe the problem is me. No, but maybe, maybe, you know, in this day and age where there is so much income inequality and we're, like, as a nation really struggling with the impact of this and the way that some um, parties or some factions have decided to take the crushing, you know, grind of low income, no health insurance, like, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and twist that to their own ends in a way that has become very, like, politically dangerous and, like, problematic. I don't know. It's not the time for this fucking fairy tale. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really, like, feel good to get lost in this story of, like, maybe I'll magically be lifted out of poverty because I fuck good. Like, is that really what we're That's not why. That's not why. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I'm so physically attractive. No, and I would say... And I really can take a joke. I'm going to just say this. This is an unpopular opinion. This oh. actress is more appealing Hot in takes. this role. <laughs> this actress is more appealing in this role than Julia Roberts was in the film okay. version. Okay, okay. I found Julia Roberts in the film version very frustrating. I didn't find this girl frustrating. She's just kind of like drifting. And she's like trying to find something to do. She's very smart and she's very funny. And she's okay. very nice. Okay, okay. So you're like, she has a lot of like potential that's just sort of untapped until she like has these opportunities to shine. Yes. Okay. Which was a little different. No, that is a different take. It is a different take, whereas the other one was just sort of like, Julia Roberts is just waiting around to be amazing, and somebody found her. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I got so agitated. I would say I like this a lot better than the movie. Wow. You really hate me. Also, I will tell you one thing I really liked about this. I did not like about the movie. Not really liked about this, but I liked... They changed it. Okay. You know the thing when he shows the necklace and he smacks the thing down? Yeah, that's fucking horrible. He doesn't smack, he just goes, bink. Oh, that's It's funny. very cute. It's that's cute. cute. Yeah, because it's a dick move to show somebody a nice necklace, wait for them to try and touch it, and then pretend you're like, and then basically slam something down on their hands so that they have to jump back. What the fuck is that? No, he just goes, it's not romantic. It was, but this was cute. No wonder people have problems. That sounds like a better, that sounds like a better It was choice. cute. Okay, well, I have a question for you then. Yeah. Pretty Woman aside, if you had to remake another movie that's sort of like of the Pretty Woman echelon into a musical, what would you Echelon pick? or era? I've got, mean, an, I've got an answer for era. 
Okay, fine. Era. April Fool's Day. <laughs> Jen, you love April Fool's Day so much. It's the best. Do you care to tell our audience what April Fool's Day is? Because nope. they may not be familiar with it. Okay, well. Nope, look it up. You guys just got to go watch April Fool's Day for yourself. It would be good, though. You're right. It'd be cool. Uh, but what about Echelon? Like, of those sort of like, okay, this is like a movie that people saw. And Working then... Girl. That's a good one. Didn't they do that? No. They should. <gasps> Didn't they? Did they do a working girl musical? I think they should. They Let should definitely, they should definitely do a working girl musical with like <laughs> Carly Simon tracks. I'm telling you. That'd be good. Okay. It doesn't have to all be Carly Simon music. I mean, but it could be. But they have to have that one. What is she doing? Come on. I don't know. She's... She could do it. <laughs> Jen's giving Carly Simon a job today. No, I mean, like, aren't you asking to ask me what movies I would make into well, a musical? That's what I was going to do, but you. <laughs> what movies would you make? It's called both of the era and of the echelon. <laughs> I love the pretty woman echelon. Uh, but it is. It's like a certain level of popularity. Yes, exactly. Like the movies that are like played all the time on TV. Um, My Cousin Vinny. Obviously, oh. the fucking best movie of all time. I don't agree about that, but I it do. It is think it would be so a great well constructed. But could you do a musical on that? Like You could easily do a musical on... Um, First of all, because the music is so tied in, I don't believe we're going to have this debate, but like in Working Girls, music is so yes, tied yes, to yes, the yes, plot yes, 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 yes. and it's already yes. there. What would you do for My Cousin Vinny? Whatever. You would make great songs that are telling the story. What do you mean? What would I do for My Cousin Vinny? It would be like different they're ones. Like it would be like backwoods southern, backwoods, like are type like, versus the, not in Louisiana, like, are they? No, they're in. Um, like Blind Uncle Gaspard. I think or, they're in. Mississippi? Alabama? Alabama, maybe. I don't think you know the film. I don't film even know where they are. I didn't say I knew the film well. I said it was a great movie. All right. My cousin Vinny, what uh, would you say of the similar era? I don't even know what era Pretty Woman came out. The 90s? It's about the 80s. It has to be about the 80s? Yeah. Ooh, a movie about the 80s. I don't know what movies are even about the 80s. Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, that'd be good. I would. There you go. We get Chicago blues shit going. Nobody gets out of here without singing the blues. Yeah, plus that like, uh, like that, like the fifties, like girl group stuff that opens it up. Yeah, no, that'd be great. There's music in that movie. Come on, people, get on it. Anthony Rapp was already in it. He could just be in it again. What? Oh my God! Is he the kid? He's the friend. Oh shit! Daryl. Oh (laughs) Daryl. You should not have gone over to his house that night. Okay. He's the cause of a lot of their problems. Well, okay, so what are we making again? My Cousin Vinny, Adventures in Babysitting. April Fool's Day. <laughs> <and> working <laughs> girl. Get it on. I would also give a flag separate, but I would also say I think that A League of Their Own would be a great musical as well. Oh, bold. Yeah. Why not? Why not? There's other musicals about baseball. Speaking of musicals, yeah. it's Fosse Vernon time. Now? No, oh. I mean like in the I was like, shit, are we our lives, Jen. <laughs> um, somebody tweeted the other day, the biggest surprise about Fossey Burden is that um, Ryan Murphy's not involved in it. <laughs> and you know what my reaction was? Ryan Murphy's not that- involved? Yes! <laughs> That's true. And I then went to check. Who's making it? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Really? producing. Um, I forgot who's, who's the showrunner, but. Well, Ryan Murphy, you've been used to All I know is... Speaking of LMM, they yeah. are going to be shooting in, in the, the Heights, heights here. up here this summer. I'm so excited. I am not. 
They're not going to shoot here. They're going to shoot down on, like, probably 190, 180 first. I'm going to guess. They'll shoot here because they have room here. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. We had a holding area yeah. in our in our building. What do you call that area? That breezeway? Extras holding. Oh, like in the foyer. No, of I don't our call building. that extras holding. <laughs> but yeah, in the foyer of our building. So like in the I front. I did not love that entrance. because a PA tried to stop me and the kids from going to school, and I was like, I live here. Well, you need to exit your building. Yeah, people. What will- were they even filming? I don't know, but then they were filming something at the diner too. Oh, that closed. The Capital Diner closed. I'm so sad. The diner closed even after the cash influx of whatever the fuck well, they shot there. Well, it's probably like, you know. No, it's like open for random shooting things. Fine, by I don't know. A lot of things have been shot up here lately. Um, but I'm excited that for in the Heights. Dunkin' Donuts Saturday Night Live skit. That was funny. It was uh, actually the twin donut. I'm excited for in the Heights. And if somebody is going to shoot something up here, I would say now is the time. Because it's about to be different, and if they want to capture the feeling of Upper Manhattan in the, let's say, late 90s to early 2010s, they better jump on it right now, because it's not going to look like this for much longer. I would say our neighborhood has changed a lot, but not that much physically. That's correct. You know what I mean? But it is starting to change physically, and they've just resumed, and, you know. Let me just say this to you all now. Riverdale bound. We'll see. Anyway. Anyway, Pretty Woman, it was, would, a, okay. it was a thing. Here's the thing. Go ahead. I would say, if you don't have a problem with the story, itself. It was some solid storytelling. It was some solid song performing. Writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was some really good performing. Great. Like, Great. really good performing. Great. So... Yeah, like you could go see if you like Pretty Woman. This is a great adaptation of Pretty Woman. Exactly, and this was actually I, I liked it better than the film. And I bet a lot of people do like Pretty Woman. Oh, it's considered like a romantic, like movie. Yeah, but do not bring your children it's because considered there is a film. <laughs> do not bring your children though. All right. Wait. Question: yeah. Of all the Julia Roberts movies, which one would you say is your favorite? Was she in the Pelican Brief? She was. That'd be my answer. Wow. Not even uh, Aaron Brockovich. Going no, 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 no. I'm Pelican Brief. The second would be Mystic Pizza, but that's near where I grew up. I've been to Mystic Pizza. It's a real so place. You can choose Mystic Pizza. Uh, I kind of like Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich is pretty good. But I think my favorite was Pelican Brief. Wow. You're not even going to say Steel Magnolias. Shelby, drink your juice. Okay. Are you saying favorite film or favorite performance? That's a I, Okay, I guess the favorite film because of Julia Roberts being in it. Yeah, no, it should, Shelby was the worst in that. Yeah, is she Weezer, a lot of it's problems? all Weezer. She should not have had a child. She should not. Yeah, people are going to make the decisions they make gross. It was a bad move. And her husband was a dick to pressure her into that. He was a dick. Her mother was right, and he fucking And you know how much I hate to say got that. Got her killed. Got her killed. All right. Okay, I think that's a bit harsh. Okay. On that note. On that note. It's Sunday. You're in the city. Go see something. 